Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart. Good morning, afternoon, and evening, everyone, and Happy New Year. Uh, This is our first show of 2016. I'm so excited to be here with you guys, and thank you all for the amazing comments and reviews you've been doing on iTunes and on Stitcher and the posts in on Facebook and Twitter. I'm grateful for all of you every day. You help me be a better person. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And continuing along that line of being a better person, we have an amazing guest today. My guest I actually met when I interviewed her for a summit I was doing for a reinvention retreat, and she just blew me away. I mean, just completely, totally blew me away. I could not believe the stuff she was talking about. So I had to have her on the radio show, and she is graciously here today. Her name is Renee Brent. She is a state-licensed, certified clinical and transpersonal hypnotherapist. She is a director and certified instructor for the Florida Institute of Hypnotherapy's externship program in Orlando, Florida. Renee Brent Hypnosis is located in Maitland, Florida, She uses a variety of modalities to give her clients the opportunity to gain self-confidence and strength to release blocks and move forward in their lives. As an RN for over 25 years in ICU's trauma, ER, and recovery, that just blows my mind that somebody could be doing that for 25 years. So grateful for people that do that work. Renee was inspired by the powerful mind-body connection and how self-awareness and reframing negative thoughts help all of us heal emotionally and physically. She is passionate, and I truly know this from a personal level, passionate about helping people gain confidence, peace of mind, self-awareness, and creating a life they love to live. Please welcome Renee Brent to the show, everyone. Thank you. Wow, what an intro. I love it. Well, you know, it's it's such a joy to have you here, and I know you and I were together yesterday as well, and hypnosis is something that so many people are, number one, curious about, and number two, fearful about, right? Because we've all mm-hmm. been to carnivals and festivals and fairs where, you know, you, the hypnosis happens on stage and people start walking around like chickens and, and doing really crazy things that they would normally never do in public, but that's not right. really what hypnosis is, correct? No, it's not. Although stage hypnosis is real. The people on the stage are actually in a hypnotic trance, um, definitely. But they're aware. Hypnosis is really a hyper-awareness. You know what you're doing. You're just a change in a brainwave. That's all hypnosis is. So when they're on the stage, they're very skilled. They watch who wants to come up stage, so they pick the people who volunteer. They don't pick the people that people are pointing out because they're going to be rejecting the notion, right? So they invite the people who are really excited, who raise their hand, and they get a bunch of people on stage, and then they put them in hypnosis and they find out the ones that who aren't in hypnosis because you can tell there's a change in a breathing, there's a change in skin color, there's some obvious changes to a hypnotherapist, a skilled uh, person, and then they tell them what they're going to do. Now, that's when this conscious mind can reject it or keep it. So if they say you're going to cluck like a chicken, the people who stay in hypnosis actually are like, yeah, I can cluck like a chicken. That sounds fun to me. I really want to be on stage. And they stay in trance. The people who reject it, they wake up and they kick them off the stage. That's why they usually start with 15 and they end with two or three because they they really bought into it. So the people also know what they're doing. They're aware 
but their subconscious mind is just allowing them to have the fun. So you can't be made to do anything you don't really want to do, something that goes against your own ethics or belief systems. No, absolutely not. Um, people will wake up in and uh, open their eyes from a trance in, in a second. Um, and people go into in and out of hypnotic trance. You experience that all day long. And I, the, my favorite one that I like to explain to people what hypnosis feels like and what the people on stage are experiencing. It's like when you're driving in a car and you're going and you kind of trance out and you have all these thoughts and you just, you know, you, you get to where you're going without even really knowing or you pass your exit, right? Um, this is you in a trance, but you always keep yourself safe. The subconscious mind is always there to protect you. So, and, and the reason we can go into a, a hypnotic trance while we drive is because it's so repetitive. We've done it so many times that we can do it on a subconscious level. So when, if somebody pulls in front of us, what do you do? If somebody pulls in front of you, Laura, and you're driving and you're in this kind of relaxed hypnotic trance, what do you do? You get startled. Yes, you get startled and you put on the brake and you keep yourself safe in a flash, right? Right. It's the same way in my chair. If, if I say or think or do something that someone doesn't agree with, they don't feel safe in, they'll open their eyes just like that to keep themselves safe. So it's really important when you're picking a hypnotherapist or you're doing hypnosis that you feel really comfortable uh, with them. I, and I get people's words. I get their words. I feed their images of how they want their life to be back to them. I don't tell them how to think. I don't create a life for them. They do it, and I just give that back to them in their words, and they feel comfortable and safe with that. So it's, um, it's a really beautiful process, really. Now, you went from being a registered nurse in the ICU, trauma, ER, and recovery. I mean, some of the most traumatic, stressful places that yeah. you could ever experience in emotion to becoming yeah. a hypnotherapist and taking people into the light in a different way, shall we say. Yeah. yeah. How did you get to that point to say, you know, I need to do something different. This is a new life I want to create. Sure. Well, that's a long story and I'll, and I'll do my best. So when I was in nursing, um, I always, I, and I, and I was around, obviously if I worked in trauma ER and ICU, I, I worked around a lot of tragedy a lot of death and a high emotion, for sure. Um, but I understood very quickly, without even knowing anything about what I do now, that if I connected to someone, if I could make eye contact, if I could pace them and build rapport with them, it changed the way they had physical responses. If family members were there and they were easing them and talking to them, it changed the way their body was reacting. So for years, I thought the body was in control of our thoughts. But I was seeing this and I was like, oh my goodness, it's actually the way we think controls our body. I could pace and lead someone who was having respiratory arrest, like really having a difficult time breathing. I looked at them, made contact, made them feel safe, and then I could, I could help them breathe and I would pace them to a slower breathing. And they used to call me the new age nurse before I even knew it. I was always at the head of the trauma bed, the bed with the client, with the patient if they were awake and alert. And I would say, talk to me, look at me, be with me, breathe with me. And I knew that that made a difference in the way they responded to everything else that was going around. So I understood that process. I actually, um, when I was trying to get pregnant with my third child, a um, year and a half later, couldn't do it, went to a spot, and there was a hypnotherapist there. Never had an experience in hypnosis, but I was like, why not try it? 
And it was, I have to tell you, it was such a blessing because um, he taught me that your subconscious mind will never allow you to be what you don't agree with. It won't. And I really, in my own belief, I had two children. I believed that I would not be as good a mother to the third as I was the first two. And I was blocking myself becoming pregnant. And he worked on that. I changed that false belief. It was not the truth. And we did some imagery opening up my womb. And I have to tell you, I got pregnant um, the next month. And I always make sure that people know that I did not get pregnant by the hypnotherapist. I actually got pregnant by my husband at the time. (laughs) (laughs) But um, that boy, that third child, that gift to me is 18 now and um, 6'2 and a real blessing in our lives. So um, I had a special place in my hypnotherapy. And I got divorced from that marriage 20 years and was really just trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And... um, Hypnotherapy kind of just walked into it, and it was an uh, incredible um, opportunity for me. I love, love what I do. I'm passionate. never worked harder in my life and, and love every minute of it. And I have the best job in the world because I get front row center seat to, at people every day, taking back their power, understanding themselves, and really using the power of their mind and their body to create that life that you talked about in the beginning, the life that they love. And there's nothing better than that. Most people would think that hypnosis is not for me, right? Not most people, but a lot of people think, you know, hypnosis is not for me. Yes, Renee, you've had these great experiences in your personal life with the baby and other things. There's no Mm -hmm. way that I can be hypnotized. I don't even know what you're talking about. You know, I'm a very strong personality. Um, How do you respond to somebody who says, there's no way I can be hypnotized? Well, um, I smile on the outside and laugh on the inside because <laughs> I know that that's not true. Um, the only people that I don't um, try, even try to put in hypnosis are people who are um, actively psychotic um, in this, and struggling with like schizophrenia or something like that because their world, their perception of the world is a little bit distorted anyway, so it's really hard. Um, and also their brain waves, um, it's a little bit more difficult. Or someone who's actively using drugs or alcohol. Um, at at the time, um, I don't put them into hypnosis, but why, everyone why else, and it um, because it it interferes with their ability to move into trance, and they're actually a schizophrenic, very paranoid, so they're never going to allow themselves to to do sometimes paranoid, and not going to allow themselves to go into trance, um, and um, it's just not a good idea. The only restriction that I have in the state of Florida in hypnosis and hypnotherapy is that I I need a doctor's referral. For anything that's diagnosed or um, or medicated for, like just if they're depressive and they're on antidepressants, or if I'm working on a chronic illness like uh, irritable bowel syndrome (IBS), then I need a doctor's referral for that. Um, but the people who say, "Oh, I'm too strong-willed," I can't. They're the easiest to put in. <laughs> okay, that is just too funny. So when we come back from the commercial break, we're going to talk more with Renee Brent about. Hypnosis, And a a bigger question that we're going to be talking about is how big is your butt? And I want you to stay tuned and think about that. We're not talking about the B-U-T-T. I know it is a new year and everybody's talking about losing weight, but we're talking about the bigger butt, the B-U-T. What's stopping you from moving forward? And Renee is going to share how you can eliminate that butt. We'll be right back with more from Renee Brent. I don't know about you, but I use the word butt. 
a lot and I just used it and we use it without thinking about it. It's a very unconscious word. I would like to do that, but I'd like to get to my ideal weight, but I'd like to be a success, but I'd like to have children, but see where I'm going with this, everyone. We use this word, but unconsciously. So Renee, what is the difference between the conscious, the unconscious, the subconscious? I mean, I know that in hypnotherapy, you, you work with those deeper levels compared to traditional mm-hmm. therapy. What exactly is the difference? Because it, it's critical to clear those deeper levels in order to remove your butt, correct? Yes, it's about, it's about gaining awareness. So part of beginning the awareness is understanding what, how your mind, your subconscious and conscious mind are working, to get, how they're working together. So you have to understand what the conscious mind is. The conscious mind is your uh, analytical mind. It's the one that uh, takes in information, decides, no, that's not, it's the rational mind, right? That's about 5% of what functions in your life, but it's the guard dog. It's pretty strong. It's right there, right? So that's the, that's the conscious mind. That is the, the, the conscious mind is the thought. It's the brain, right? The mind. The subconscious mind is the emotional mind. It holds all of our memories. It holds all of our belief systems about ourselves. Many of them false. It, it manages our ego systems, our inner child, our inner critic. Um, so it, but it's 95% of what we do. So many of our actions that we have in our life, we can have the highest intention in our conscious mind. I'm going to have this goal and that goal. But the subconscious mind is the boss. It's 95% in charge. So unless you understand what's motivating it, what's in the way of you reaching your goal, then you really lost an incredible opportunity. And most people are walking around asleep. They don't know what or why they're doing something. Part of my practice, people think I put people to sleep. Actually, hypnotherapy is waking people up. Because when you are aware and you know what's going on and you can observe those subconscious actions and those false beliefs, man, you just took back your power. You just took back the reign and you're in charge and you're going forward. So it it does. It does. And it makes me Uh think quite a bit about, you know, breakthroughs I've had in my own personal life and in my business life was when all of a sudden I realized a pattern I had. You know, I I talk about Mm. in my book, I call it autopilot, right? And Mm -hmm. what would a wise woman do? That you need to get awareness of the path that you're on, the patterns that you're doing. And once you get awareness, then you can begin to change that behavior that pattern but until you have awareness and you're you know you know you're doing it like you're reaching for that piece of chocolate 20 times a day you don't even realize Mm -hmm. that it's unconscious eating as they call it or you're grabbing that cigarette when you're under stress or whatever the behavior pattern may be until you get the awareness you, you don't know yes awareness is the first part of what i do So the difference between hypnotherapy and regular therapy is regular therapy runs through the conscious mind, right? And it takes a lot of repetition in the conscious mind to get to the subconscious mind. In hypnotherapy, you go straight, you bypass the the conscious mind, you go to the subconscious, and in hypnosis, in a hypnotic trance, then there's awareness. 
I can ask you those powerful questions, right, um, that you talk about so beautifully. When I ask those questions in hypnosis, I'm getting the real answer. I'm not getting the analytical uh, mind. I'm getting the real heart of what's going on for you. And that I'm a, I'm a pattern crusher, right? Because I have clients, I had just a client who was really struggling after divorce, and she was bringing in a pattern of the wrong people into her life. And until she started doing the work, she had no idea that she held this false belief of not lovable. And when you hold a false belief of not lovable, you subconsciously bring in people who try to prove it to you. That's what the subconscious mind does. So she didn't understand. So until she handled the false belief, argued with that false belief, healed that false belief of not lovable, when she did that, she was able to change her pattern. She recreated her life, and she's now dating a really beautiful man who shows her love every single day. And that is what this work is about, is people to gain that awareness, change what they don't want, leave what they do, and move forward in a way that they want. They find their own happiness, their own um, individual you know, life that they want, not someone else's version of it. So that's when you begin to eliminate the butt. Absolutely. So the butt is what gets in our way. And butts come from the subconscious mind, right? And it is actually um, false beliefs. False beliefs get in our way. Because if you believe you're stupid, right, then you'll say to yourself, uh, I want to take that, I want to be a registered nurse, but I'm not smart enough. Or I want to lose the weight, but Everybody in my family is overweight, so that's just my genetics, right? Um, the, we talk about, we, we tell ourselves all kinds of stories, and I have to tell you, most of them aren't even true. So it's about getting that awareness and waking up, and that's what hypnotherapy does. That's what I really am so passionate about is just waking people up and taking, taking back and changing the butt. You can eliminate it, but you have to be aware of it. All right, now you have an exercise you want to share with my listeners, about how they can begin to gain awareness of their butt. Now, everybody who's listening, driving a car right now, if you're not listening to this on the <laughs> podcast, sitting at home or in your office, if you're driving a car, don't worry, you can listen to this replay, okay? And just mentally think this through while you're driving, paying attention. For everybody else that's that's home or in a place of safety, um, grab a paper and pen. Okay, go ahead. Excellent. So this is the new year, right? And people are setting goals and they're setting their um, what they want for 2016. So it's a great opportunity to do this. So you can and will be able to create the life you want and reach the goals. So what you do is you sit down, you brainstorm, no question about anything, any goal that you want in your life or your future or your health, you're just going to write it down, right? I want to make $200,000. I want to have my own business. I want to be in an incredible relationship where I feel loved every day and inspired and passionate. Whatever it is, you're going to sit down and you're just going to write what you want in your life or things that you wanted to do in your life. I want to take a trip to, to Europe. I want to take a you know, two-month cruise. Whatever it is, you write it down. No, Don't even hear the other voices, and you're going to write it down. And you're just going to allow, and, you're going to, and then you're going to stop, and you're going to take a few deep breaths, you're going to close your eyes. When you close your eyes, you're able to go internally more and, and not distracted by the outside. So your subconscious mind, you can get in touch with it a little bit easier when your eyes are closed. And you take a big breath in, 
Hold it for just a few seconds. As you exhale, you think to yourself, relax. What this does is get you ready to shut things down, slow things down. And the side work in science. I'm a nurse, right? I'm science-based. And we have a minute before news. (laughs) Okay. All right. So you take another big breath in, and then you go through each question. I want to be a registered nurse, but, and that's the goal, because that's what you hear. And the subconscious mind is going to feed you information because it always wants to hear it. So you you write down what you hear after each statement. I want to go on a two-month cruise, but dot, dot, dot. That's the gold. I want to have my own business, but dot, dot, dot. Then you start gaining awareness, and you'll hear things that you never knew were there. Trust your subconscious mind. It's always trying to talk to you every single day. Listen and trust what comes up for you because that's the gold and that's the beginning of change in your life. Okay, and when we come back after the news break for you on the podcast, it'll be immediate. We're going to talk about what you do after you have those but comments and you know what you need to work with. We'll be right back with more from Renee Brent and how big is your butt? Soon to be a book coming out in just a few weeks. So how big is your butt? Let us know. Welcome back, everyone. And we are here with Renee Brent, certified clinical and transpersonal hypnotherapist, dear friend, and somebody that has helped me in many, many ways the last few months work through some things. And I want to give a shout out again to at the patricianal dear friend, incredible therapist as well. And um, also... One of my favorite guests on the show ever, if you haven't caught the podcast with Patricia Knoll, I think it's episode two or three of this show, totally worth it. And Patricia, yes, Renee Brent that we're talking to is the one that I've been trying to get the two of you together because I think you guys can do amazing things for the world together. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Renee, before the break, yeah. you posed an exercise to everybody where they needed mm-hmm. to write down all of their hopes, their dreams, their goals, anything, just brainstorm them out, then take a a nice couple of breaths, calm their minds, calm their bodies, and then add the word but. I Mm -hmm. want to do this, but. I want to do that, but. I hope to achieve this, but. Now, I get why we do that. Mm-hmm. everybody is probably asking, all right, well, now I've done this. Now what? Right. I, I'm aware of this, but how? Do, what do I do with this awareness I have now? So this is when the most powerful question of all time ever for anyone who wants to succeed in their life to ask themselves is, is it true? This is what I call truth talk. And this is when you really get real with yourself. And it's, is it true that I'm stupid? And most people will say, no, it's not stupid. Just because you do something stupid doesn't mean that you are stupid. An I am statement, I am stupid, is a, is a complete belief about yourself. Many people do stupid things. We're human beings having a human experience. So we argue with the belief, I am stupid. Is it true that you're stupid? This is the most powerful question, and listen to what comes up for you. And it's no. And if it's yes, then I want you to ask. Is it absolutely true? Because there are no absolutes. You cannot, you cannot say, yes, I am stupid. Because I want you to ask yourself, what, what proof do you have that you're stupid? I did this, I did that. Those are things that you've done that may not have been bad choices, but that doesn't mean that you are stupid. So I want the audience, I want everyone, I encourage all my clients, and they do this, and it changes their life, is they argue with the negative voice because it is not your voice. It's usually an inner critic. It's an ego state that we learn very young. And if it sounds a lot like your parents, Laura, 
then it usually it's where it comes from. It's a it's called the parent voice. It's parent ego, and we create those for many reasons. But you must must argue with that voice because it is not the truth of who you are. And then you start. The truth is, I am a human being doing the best that I can every day. Give yourself the positive. We must flip from the negative to a positive. Flip from the negative to a positive. You start practicing that. Neuroplasticity, I work in science, right, that shows that if you change the way you think from a negative to a positive, you practice the way you fire those neurons together in your brain, If you, they wire together differently. You can literally change the neurons in your brain from negative to positive in three weeks. I have clients do it all the time. They practice it, they practice it, they practice it, and then eventually they find that they're just more positive. They're like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I feel more positive. Awesome. What else can you do? All That's right. the beginning. But for some mm-hmm. people, it seems like no, and I know I've been stuck here sometimes. I try yeah. to will, okay, I'm going to say this, I'm going to do this, and then you just can't, it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Right. So it's... Um, this is why I encourage, that's why I know hypnotherapy works, and that's why I encourage people to do meditation or find some kind of thing to help them. It, hypnosis is just a change in a brainwave. Meditation is just a change in a brainwave. When you change your brainwave, you actually change the essence of where you are in your mind and your body. So you get into that state, and you change the habit of being you. Dr. Joe Dispenza is amazing, and he talks about breaking the habit of being yourself. Because when you try to make change and just do positive thinking, it doesn't work. You must access a different you. So when you go into meditation, I want you to visualize that goal of you, anything that you said, being successful, getting $200,000 a year, having prosperity. Close your eyes. Go into a trance. Learn how to do it. It's easy. Come to me. I can help you. And you visualize what it's like, you're that person that's already making $200,000, and what decisions does that person make, and you bring that into your life. And that's when positive thinking goes to life-changing action. And the emotion, you must feel the emotion of what it's like to be making that kind of money and having the life that you want. And when you plop that down into this life, each day when you do that, it changes your ability to move through any obstacles. Listen, I'm not Pollyanna. I know life is difficult and we have to go through some struggles. But what I do know and I see every day that people can get through their blocks. You have to be aware of them and you have to believe. The difference between transformation and information is belief. Believe in yourself. Stop the negative talk. Find that inner strength. Know the truth is I am capable of doing this. When you find that, when you believe that, then you can create that. All right. So for somebody sitting at home, listening to the show on the radio or in the podcast, what are Mm -hmm. some immediate steps that they can do to begin reprogramming? So first you um, argue with that voice. That's that but. So ask, is it true? Then you argue with the voice. It's not true. And you reframe it to a positive. Give me me an example. So, okay, so if I, every morning when I wake up, believe that I am, so if I believe that I am stupid, right, that's my belief system that I'm stupid. I have to ask myself, it's not true that I'm stupid. 
the truth is I am smart. This is why I'm smart because I had a really difficult life. I had a really difficult childhood, but I still got my nursing degree. I still got a business. I'm still capable of doing these things in my life. That's what we have to find evidence for that. I have a, I have a client really, this is a true story is that she tried to pass her um, law degree 10 different times. She believed she was stupid. But she was so stressed out about believing that, and she was so uncomfortable um, and, and embarrassed that she had not passed her bar that many times that I had to work with her on this false belief of stupid. So each morning I had her get up and tell herself, argue with that voice, why she was smart and why she was strong and why she had character and why she was capable of doing this. We, I taught her some abilities to get through the anxiety, and she passed her bar exam. And she understood that she was not stupid. She was getting in her own way. The butt was getting in her way. She couldn't see past it, the block. But once she argued with it, once she went from a negative to a positive, yes, I didn't pass it. But I did 20 points better that time, and then I did 10 more points better that time. You have to find the positive in the situations that you're doing. Does that make sense? It, it does. You talk mm-hmm. about a concept called, what is it, uh, positive happiness or something like that? Perfect. Practice happy. Practice yeah. happy. I love practice happy because happiness and the life is not going to come to you. You got to go get it. So that awareness is that. So you have to practice the state. Like I said, you can change the neurons. You can change how you wire your brain together. So if you practice the state of happiness, it will come to you. But you must gain the awareness. You must argue with the negativity. You must find a higher resource of the higher self, that person who's already accomplished that goal, you bring that person into your life every day and you make decisions. You give yourself permission to be that person that's already passed that bar, that's already making that money. And you make your decisions on your life based on that, not the blocks that you have now, but the person who's already accomplished it. You feel that joy. You feel that excitement. You feel that pride. So when you do that, go ahead. Okay, so what I'm hearing... And, and it yeah. made me laugh, right? So you need yeah. to tell your conscious mind <laughs> that you're making changes and then somehow connect to the unconscious mind and let it bubble up so that you know why your conscious mind won't keep doing the right things? Right. So <laughs> you argue, this, well, the subconscious mind's the one that's arguing with you. It's the one that holds the big butt. Right. Right. And that's 95 percent of what we do. So the subconscious mind will try The conscious mind will try and say, oh, no, you're fine just the way you are. It's okay. We're really comfortable right here. But that's not what you want to do. You want to get to the subconscious mind. You want to get there and gain that awareness. So and you bring that up every day. So you bring the subconscious mind up to a conscious level and then you consciously practice the difference. Does that make sense? So I have to be aware that I'm overeating because I am um, sad, I bring that up and then consciously I tell myself, it's okay, you don't have to do this right now, let's go for a walk or let's call my friend Jane. And so, so you have to bring it to awareness up to a conscious level, consciously practice changing the habit, and when you do that, then you release the butt. And you acknowledge the habit, right? You're not telling it, oh, you don't matter, you're not important. It came from somewhere, so you sort, you have oh, to acknowledge absolutely. it. You have to acknowledge. You have to allow your emotion. You have to allow 
with honesty that I feel like I'm a failure. When you do that, it starts breaking its bonds, its hold on you, because now you're looking at it. Now the flashlight's on it, and it can get very small very quickly. But if you try to act like it does it, it's not there, and you push it down, and it comes up and you push it down, it doesn't work. It shows up in your life. It shows up in your body. That's where illnesses and disease come from, because we push down all this stuff and we try to avoid it. And my favorite question, again, for people is, how's that working out for you? All right. Most people say not very well. Well, that's a perfect question to go into our last break. So why don't you share that question again? So I want people to look at their life and the way they're acting and they're pushing down, if they're pushing down emotions and ask yourself, how's that working out for me? All right, everyone. So how's that working out for you? Let me know. Tweet it at Laura Stewart. We're here all about the questions. I want you to understand that the right questions truly can change your life. And that's why I bring you amazing guests like Renee Brent. We'll be right back after the commercial break. Renee, before the this last commercial break, you started talking about a mind-body connection and how, you know, you posed the question to us, how's that working out for you? <laughs> And, and mm-hmm. I love that question because it really makes you start thinking. And last night, I didn't sleep well at all. I had really bad nightmares, and I woke up, and I had swelled up overnight because um, I have this issue that nobody can figure out, and I can't tie it to foods or whatever. But it started making me go into a complete panic and breakdown this morning. And I knew that the mental breakdown was due to this physical reaction that was going on in my body, but... Mm-hmm. My body started controlling my mind, and I could not get myself back into a centered state, which is critical for me to be on the air. Can you right. can you talk to that? I know that you you have some methods. There's like a mental law or something that can help us work through that. Sure. So what I do is basically learn how to manage this conscious and subconscious mind and teach people how they work together. They're almost like in a teeter-totter. They work together. The mind is the thought. The body is the emotion. The body, when things show up in our body, as a clinical hypnotherapist, as a nurse, and I deal with clients who have pain issues or chronic um, uh, physical issues, I teach them how to, because the body is like a GPS for our emotions. They show up. And if we keep pushing it down, it shows up somewhere because it's very stressful in our body when we're always in a survival mode, when we're always pushing down. So there's something called the felt sense, which is where we feel the sensation of emotion, energy and motion, right? So we usually feel that somewhere between our chin and our hips. And if we feel that gut-wrenching, right, heartbreaking, those kind of words indicate an emotion. If someone feels fear, they feel it right in their gut or right in their chest and they can't breathe. This is your body's way of telling you, I am in emotional distress. If we wake up and we're swollen and your mind is in a reaction to it because your mind and body are connected, you can't get away with it. It's chemicals. We have a thought, we have a chemical reaction, we have a response in our body. And then we're on this mind melt merry-go-round where we just go round and round and round and our body is affected by that and it gets tired and it gets affected. So what I tell people is to pay attention to what's showing up in their body. I have clients that don't know what emotion they're feeling. They're completely shut down and they don't know and it's confusing for them, Laura. So I have them find that sensation in their body and just send it love and acceptance without even, you can just put your hand right where you feel it in your stomach and you can just send that sensation, love and acceptance. It's a back doorway of allowing emotion 
we must learn how to accept and allow emotion because we have a beautiful ability to be able to handle it if we just acknowledge it. Just like when we cut our arm, we don't have to tell it what to do. It just fixes it. It's the same way with emotion. So there's a mental law called the law of reverse effect. The harder you try consciously to change something, to change illness in your body, the subconscious mind runs in the other direction. That doesn't work, right? Because the subconscious mind is what's in charge of the body. So it doesn't make sense. So it's like if you're trying to remember the name of someone, Laura, and you can't remember it, and you're trying really hard consciously, but what happens as soon as you stop trying to remember? Okay, I get that. The, the name comes in. So what you do is you stop trying so hard. You just talk to the subconscious mind. I, I know that I'm swollen today. I don't know why. I accept that I'm swollen. I'm hearing your lessons. I'm taking care of myself today, and I'm going to let it go. When you stop trying so hard consciously, the subconscious mind is allowed to come. The subconscious mind only wants the best for you. It wants to move you away from pain and towards pleasure. It, that's its job. So it's going to do it any way it can. And it wants your attention because it wants to heal. If the only way that it's going to get your attention is by swelling or having an illness or a pain that can't be um, diagnosed with anything, it's trying to get your attention and it's telling you we have some emotional stuff going on here that you need to pay attention to. And if you can't get it on your own, then that's when I would expect uh, ask people to go and, and get professional help. And Because we don't always know. We're not taught how to handle our emotions. And we shove them down into our body. And so if you have a physical illness or something going on with you that's unexplained, take a look at the emotion that's attached to it. And stop trying so hard consciously. <laughs> stop, and stop Just trying so hard. That's so perfect. It doesn't work. Oh, man. That's what I say. How's that working out for you? It doesn't work. You can't will the emotion to go away. We must look at it. You must look at it. Even if it's just, you know what, that made me really sad. Or, you know what, that made me really angry today. But I accept myself and how I feel, and I'm ready to let it go. And when is it true? When you just do that, it releases it. Yeah. Yeah, and is it true? That's, that's yeah, and important. is it true? Okay. So um, a number of people have asked how they can get in touch with you. Share that with everybody, please. So my website is Renee Brent, B-R-E, and is in Nancy, T is in Tom, hypnosis. Um, if you don't know how to spell it, look it up and uh, <laughs> .com. <laughs> and, and the link will be on the, the show page as well for everybody to yeah, get there. Yeah, hypnosis.com or you can call me at, uh, and I'm in Maitland, Florida. I do Skype sessions. Um, I love to talk. I do a free consult. I love to talk to people about this stuff so they can really take back their power. Because when you don't have your power, when you don't know your conscious mind, you're tethered to the ground and your hot air balloon can't go, it can't fly away. So just release it, get some awareness, and off you go. All right, so you were going to give a phone number? Yeah, 407-497-5285. That's my number. One more time slower? One more time slower? Sure. 407-497-5285. Okay, and where where can people find this amazing book? Now, understand, everybody, I had a chance to read the advanced copy of this book, and it has amazing tips uh, amazing exercises that you can do at home if you can't get to somebody like Renee to help you. But she does do Skype sessions. She's done Skype sessions with people all over the world um, to help them through this. So the book is How Big Is Your Butt? Correct? Yep. Yeah. And the website uh, up in another week is How Big Is Your Butt? Book.com. B U T. 
Um, and it's on that website. When you buy a book or you go to the website, I'm going to have two free downloads of meditations for, uh, for the people who go to the website. One on creating that higher self, getting in touch with you at your highest, fullest potential, and one is sleep. I like to help people sleep because it's really hard to make change if you're not sleeping at night. So you can go and download that in another week, uh, howbigisyourbuttbook.net.com, and uh, check it out and download the free meditation. And if you're listening to this on podcast sometime after the first week in January, the, the website howbigisyourbuttbook.com is already up. But ReneeBrentHypnosis.com for now, or you can call Renee, and I will have links to all of that information off the show page. It's all about thequestions.com as well. Uh, I really highly recommend this book. It really can shift your conscious and your subconscious mind to amazing levels. Renee, last thought that you'd like to leave my listeners with? Um, just believe in your ability to move through it. Um, stop living in the past. And look at it with wisdom, move forward, making a choice to leave all that in forgiveness and love. Um, Self-forgiveness and forgiveness of others is crucial into moving forward. Because if you live in the past, you're, you're dragging that along with you every single day. So one of the first thing is argue with the voice and then forgive those who have offended you. And forgive yourself. You're just a human being doing the best that you can. So every you, single day. So if you can't forgive somebody else, remember to forgive yourself. I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the first step yeah. to forgiveness is always forgiving yourself, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Gandhi said uh, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting someone else to die. Forgiveness is not about anyone else but yourself and your future. And when you do that and you leave it, leave it behind, you are free, free to move forward. I think that's a great way to go into the new year feeling free about yourself, connecting to what's going on. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you for sharing those amazing questions with us, you know, and, and suggesting to us, asking ourselves, is it true? Because we so often have these thoughts, but they're really not true, are they? No, they're not. And um, part of my book is Big Dreams, Little Butts. In more ways than one. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right, everyone. I, I, it's the end of another show. I still can't believe that the hour goes by so quickly. Renee, thank you for being on the show, for sharing these amazing resources with my listeners, and just for being who you are in the world. Thank you so much. And you are as well, Laura. I respect you. And um, you're so talented and such a beautiful human being. So thank you for inviting me today. It was totally my pleasure and my joy, and I feel way calmer. I hope everybody else does, too. <laughs> and Yay! I encourage everybody, listen to this over again. Write down the exercise that we asked you to do before the news break of writing down all your thoughts and then adding but to it. Tell me what comes up. Tweet to me at the Laura Stewart. If you need some help asking the right questions, I'm available for one-on-ones. Reach out to me at the Laura Stewart. You've been listening to It's All About the Questions, starring Laura Stewart. Connect with Laura at itsallaboutthequestions.com and download a free workbook that will help you ask better questions starting today.